What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Level With You show. My name is Wiley Olmstead, and this week, as always, I am joined by my co-host, Anthony Duart. I'm getting fat. Kenny Castro. Hi. <laughs> and he's behind the scenes making it all happen, Tyler Hadley. Once again, behind the man. <laughs> no, no, take take that back. Start the show over. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't come up with a clever nickname for you like I usually do. It becomes tiresome to think of a new one every week so maybe yeah, i'll spend creative. some time write them down that way i don't have to think of them on the spot if you didn't know we are a weekly video game podcast where we get together and talk about you guessed it video games we also have other content on the site or on the youtube channel i should say site coming soon um we also host video game tournaments we had our first one in springfield at focus we have that little thingy majig yeah we do we, we got do? It there. okay we'll get there we'll okay. get there okay <laughs> me and kenny got our ass kicked at another local smash tournament i heard but you yeah. went and you tried on new year's day that's all that counts i will say it started looking like i was gonna turn it around with joker okay too little too late but i kind of started getting in a groove and i was like shit if i'm gonna take this serious this is my main right here you think so it's my boy joker I, tyler was kind of watching it tyler attested that i looked better playing as him than any other ones that i tried playing with word okay so, well it's yeah. always good to find your main mm -hmm. what about yeah. you tyler how did you fare um i mean I lost I mean, you, the first you, round. you got your ass kicked but yeah, I, got my ass kicked. <laughs> I was playing inkling against we fit trainer first um i lost the first game by a lot maybe nearly three stocked um and then the second game i came back got him down to one stock i, I really thought i had a chance at winning that the second game mm -hmm. but couldn't pull through and so they do best two out of three just like we did yeah best two out of three and then for the semis and the grand finals uh three out of five mm -hmm. okay very good yep Dang. and then i can't remember who i was playing against in the losers bracket but he kicked my ass big time did you switch characters up at all I played Inkling, and then I tried Zero Suit Samus, and I'm definitely more comfortable with Inkling than I am mm -hmm. Zero Suit. I feel like Zero Suit, I really need to... Well, for, also, we were, like I was playing with a GameCube controller, and obviously like I don't have a GameCube controller here, and I just kind of figured, like, eh, I'll, I'll try it anyway. Really? Like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a big adjustment. Um, so I definitely just need to get a GameCube controller and then start practicing with it. Yeah. Because I think that's the ideal way to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. If you want to compete, you know. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do actually. Uh, opposed to like a pro controller, I do think I prefer a GameCube controller. It does feel a little bit easier. Really? Yeah. I feel like there's also less lag as well if you're using a GameCube controller. If it's wired and you're compared to a wireless. Compared pro. to like a pro controller, I feel like I've experienced way less lag using a GameCube <laughs> over a pro controller. But I mean, they both feel great in my hands. So. I need to get back into using the GameCube one. Well, I guess just playing in general. If we're going to start hosting these on a semi-regular basis, so mm -hmm. I'm glad you guys were able to wake up on new year's eve or new year's day and go out there and get a little bit more experienced golly was i more hungover than i i you know i hate the hangovers where you wake up and then you get more progressively hungover throughout the day oh, because you're still those. drunk oh yeah, yeah. probably yeah it's a, mm -hmm. definitely but i hate that we didn't we didn't have a crazy new year's eve for for us you know i think we we just went to aya had like a hundred dollars worth of sushi and ramen. Wow, Ooh. that's pretty nice. Yeah, and got got home and she passed out. Like she was knocked out cold by like nine thirty. Wow. And then like she would toss and turn and she'd look at me. She'd like, "Don't you dare get up to play video games." And like, <laughs> like, she she was comfortable and I was comfortable too. I'm like, I'm not going nowhere. I'm like, whoop. I watched Black Clover all night all right, until like good two in the morning until because also on what device um the smart tv in our bedroom oh, okay on your tv yeah okay, gotcha. so yeah she i was just and then only got tired of two in the morning finally because i had drunken a coffee right before going to aya so i was like just wired i was like oh i guess another episode Dang. like ain't nothing stopping me at this point did you like at least flip it on your phone to watch the ball drop or anything like that? Nope. No. Nope. Don't give up. And she woke up perfectly. She was like at eleven fifty eight. She was like two more minutes till midnight. Happy New Year's, babe. I'm like, Happy New Year's. Oh. I'm watching this next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find out what happens to Austin and company. Yo, I was like, I still got a demon form? Spoiler. Yeah. Oh, you're already there? <laughs> yeah. Nice, yeah. I've been binge binging hard. Good, as you I'm should. in episode ninety. Wow, you're almost there. I'm what's I think it's like one sixty something right now. Yeah. It's it's good. So, I've been, I've been going hard uh, at least about 
six to eight episodes a day. Damn. Dang. So I'll binge like two, over. Uh, two or three in the morning after work before bed after some games. Okay. Hell yeah. They're coming out with a mobile game too soon, by the way. So prepare. They have the PS4 game. You gotta do the anime cast. You gotta do the anime Yeah, we're gonna have to. I just got so much. I got so much that wants to come out. So my New Year's was also pretty low key. We went to a. Well, first off, I went and met my whole family, or not my whole family, but my mom and dad, sister, uncle and aunt who are here from New York, and we and uh, their kids, and one of their boyfriends. So it was like 10 of us at Molino's in Northampton. Uh, not my favorite restaurant, but it was pretty good. Um, and then I went over and met Elena at Homestead because she didn't get off work till eight. And so I had a really light dinner, split an entree with my mom, and then had a second dinner, um, another light one. But that place is just really good. Homestead in Northampton, they're, mm. they're working it out. Okay. Um, and then we went to a little gathering up the road, pretty low key crowd had some nice mezcal and a couple other beverages walked down to the where they drop the ball um they if you're from the area you probably know that in northampton they do a ball drop every year from the top of the hotel northampton and i've never been you've never been no this year oh, was wow. pretty good i thought it'd be a lot more packed than it was i didn't were know you, you there? there i was there too yeah oh wow yeah, i just i walked out of apparently they changed uh McLeod's <laughs> isn't there anymore it's called the, worst house the worst house no, now it's like, a german place yeah i was like what this is weird but i walked out we got up there like right maybe like a minute before the ball like because it doesn't go up and like it doesn't drop it like scoots up a little bit yeah i, don't yeah, know. I was like what the so, hell is this so fun fact that what you just said right now i could have sworn wiley and tyler talked about at one point in time i'm not sure if you were around what you with about mcladden's becoming worst house yeah yeah could have sworn you guys mentioned that oh on the show not on the show but oh, i know okay. we had a conversation either yeah, prior or after the show i've been meaning to try it out days. so mcladden's it had a very bloated beer menu they had like 90 something taps you never know what was going to be fresh yeah uh it was just kind of felt unfocused the menu was there was like a pretzel and a nachos and honestly it looked the it. exact same oh really it's the exact same inside <laughs> nothing's really changed except it's the same company i believe that bought it and then they just changed the name it's like they i mean they changed the menu and now they have like a it's you know a good a good mix up mm -hmm. of german imports and german style beers and okay it's a little bit that sounds better it has a focus the ben mcladden's yeah. before i guess it like did okay but i I don't know. I'm still throwing. I think it's a good, like, good change. I have, have to. I have, have to check it meet out. Up there. Yeah. yeah. If anyone wants to meet us at the worst house. Let oh us yeah. Know. If you want to meet us all at the worst house, have the first ever level with you community meetup. <laughs> yeah. Let us know in the comments. It's a big drink. We'll call it. Yeah. Level we'll even buy you a drink. beer. Did um, you give me a kiss on cheek? Yeah. First four that show up. Get a free beer. <laughs> yep. There you go. And then you have to start buying us drinks. Don't act like there's going to be four people there, Tyler. No, it's not going to happen. No, what? Yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, if we promoted it right, I think we get a good crowd up there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, making moves right on the show. Saving time, making content at the same time. Yeah. Got to set up some meetings with yeah. some uh, other community partners. Yeah, true that. at the worst house. Well, we have a uh, upcoming Smash video planned, right? You want to talk about that? Yes, yes. So... We did get challenged on Instagram. Okay. Um, waiting for their their video challenging us. If, you know, see if it's real or not. Okay. You know? <laughs> it's not official to the challenge. Be, before we put out our, our you know response video to it. Oh, um, I, and like I was that. talking. To, I was talking to Tyler a little bit about my ideas how we're gonna go with this response video i think okay. i'm gonna have some some fun with it you know <laughs> yeah, did you commission boy. them to to make the video you're like if you want a tournament you need to make a video first no actually they said it they were like oh we're gonna make a challenge oh we're gonna challenge you guys in a video i'm like oh okay i'm like cool that i'm like cool. so were you were you just like we're gonna play them or they want to challenge us to like video making no, no we're gonna play them. we're gonna play them oh snap yeah <laughs> uh what, what are we calling it tyler uh smash off a okay, smash okay. face off smash crew, off crew battle a crew, crew battle, battle crew yeah. battle crew battle okay hey okay. so and it almost works out perfect because they're a crew of four mm -hmm. and we are a crew, a crew of four as well That's, so me and yeah. me and, Ty, me, me and tyler we kind of checked out their their youtube channel real quick and you know not saying they're not that great in smash but <laughs> just saying <laughs> Oof. We'll find so, out. So that'll it's be all, fun. All farce. They're probably gonna destroy us. You think so? You think the the videos they've been putting out is just kind of uh, kind of like? <laughs> Tyler got his ass kicked by Wii Fit Trainer. Of course they're gonna destroy no, us. Listen, yeah. this guy, <laughs> this guy's is. Twitter is talk like he's he 
is proud of being one of the few New England We Fit Pro like like that was that guy like competitor players. Oh wow! Damn. Like he like he's on his Twitter. He has it all over. He's like We Fit trainer. The guy like, that beat Tyler. Yeah. Oh, okay. like I started following some of the guys through our Twitter account on um that played. So I was like, I found him. I'm like, oh, this is the guy that beat Tyler. I'm what like, skin did he use? Did he use the boy or the girl one? The girl. The okay, girl. Okay. All right. Checks out for now. Yep. For now. Uh, okay. dude, dude's all about it. All about his Wii Fit trainer. Nice. Well, we got you guys got a little humbled, it seems. But, oh, well. You weren't expecting to win. Oh, no. No, I, I definitely was not expecting to win. No. But, uh, Via my I, tech- I want to see kind of where I stacked. Yeah. 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 I'm proud of both of you guys nonetheless. That was great. It was very rad. In, it- all, in all reality... I knew I sucked so bad that my second match, I'm gonna give a shout out to that kid Nugget. He, we were having just casual conversation. And he was giving me tips. He oh, was like, he was yeah. being super cool about it. Like the even the first kid, even though the first kid kind of was threw me off. You know, I think he had like a social anxiety. He really wasn't trying to talk to me, mm-hmm. but still did. Uh, but the second kid, like he was super dope. He actually talked to me and Tyler a couple times throughout the night, like while we were playing Power Stone. Oh yeah, um, I saw you guys playing Power Stone on your Snapchat. Yeah. I was like, I want to be there. I love Power Stone. But I was I, like, I, I'm gonna throw up if I move. I wrecked Tyler in Power Stone. <laughs> Power Stone was that the second he, or the first one? The second one, but he Power beat Stone the too. he beat the last two bosses, so it evens out when we did the story. Two's wild. Yeah, shout out to Nugget. He's a cool dude. He is. He is a cool dude. That's cool. Word. Well, glad you guys had a good time. And they do that every Wednesday or every other Wednesday at Prodigy. Mm, I think it's I think it's every Wednesday. I think it's weekly. I believe it's weekly. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's in East Hampton. If you're local, um, seems like a cool scene. All right, guys, let's get into what we've been playing. Or do we want to mention anything else before we get in there? No, let's jump right into it. Okay, yeah, let's, do yeah. it. let's do it. So um, I gave my opening impressions on Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, last week, I'm now getting pretty close to the end. I would say well, at least maybe 60, 65% done. So got a good chunk left. And this is all just intuition. I have, it doesn't have like a, a number of planets that you haven't explored list or anything like that. But uh, the story is getting good. Um, I, the, the character's relationship progression is neat. Uh, you and your, your crew on the, the Mantis as you go from planet to planet. Um, but what I'm, what's really clicking with me now is uh, two things. One, the combat. Now that I have a good amount of force powers at my uh, command, as well as uh, moves that you learn from upgrading the skill tree. Uh, the skill tree. I was a little, <clears throat> little worried last week that it seems so small. It branches out, and so there, there's more to it than I thought originally. Um, the difficulty does ramp up a little bit. But the, the best fights, and the game has so much in common with Sekiro, uh, which is kind of remarkable because they came out only, what, six months apart, something like that. Um, the parry system being what it is, um, it feels very satisfying to, to get in a flow with a, another enemy that has a lightsaber and just be going tit for tat and just like, you know, they're, they're doing a force push, you're doing a backflip, you're, you're jumping in with a few swings, you're switching to your dual your, uh, dual-sided lightsaber and it all is just looking good it's sounding good so there's been a really a couple really high points in terms of the combat uh stormtroopers become a little less frequent so they're annoying me less that's nice (laughs) that's nice yeah um last night i played easily my favorite section of the game so far which encompassed a lot of platforming as well as i don't know a good mix-up of platforming and combat and set pieces. It's the second time you return to the uh, Kashyyyk planet, which is where, if you're familiar with Star Wars, where the Wookiees are from. Um, and I was just, you know, it was like three hours of like, this is awesome. It was like, I'm loving every minute of this. And I haven't felt that way for the whole game. There's been a couple uh, finicky boss fights that I felt were just, Poorly designed, um, mostly off the beaten path, optional ones. Um, Are there a lot of those you're finding? Like optional random guys kind of hidden in bushes? I think that I've probably fought. I know there's been two bosses that I've fought now that have been completely optional. Um, there may have been three, but which is cool. And it's kind of like you're just walking to a room and then you see a, a, a boss health bar appear out of nowhere. And a lot of times they'll like surprise you. And mm-hmm. so you're not expecting it. And that's a very soulsy thing. Mm-hmm. So I think. Overall, it you know, 
One thing that I think is to its discredit, uh, which is making me want to less likely to 100% it, but I, I get it from a design choice, is that you can't fast travel within when you're on a planet. So the planets, as you get more abilities and get more powers, get very very big, and like they're just and they're not like wide open spaces. There's a lot of tunnels and hallways and large rooms and small rooms, and it feels very sort of labyrinthian. And you. Um, since you can't fast travel, you're kind of like, oh, is it really worth it to go try and find another life canister to improve my HP on that planet when if I get lost, I'm going to spend 15, 20 minutes trying to get back and opening my map every, you know, 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. um, do you find shortcuts like in the Soul series? You do, and they are useful for sure. Um, they're not as like, I don't know, memorable as mm -hmm. they are in Souls for some reason. Like, Because when you find a shortcut in Dark, I don't know. Yeah, no, because so, you're just like, oh, so thank I know God. That, so I, I know that some, some videos actually compared the exploration in Fallen Order to almost like a Metroidvania. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, definitely. you feel the same way? Yeah, I mean, I would say, especially with the implementation of the, the powers, that's because one of the powers, this is a very small spoiler, but you get a force push, which allows you to open up a lot of areas. Then you get a force pull, which allows you to do things like pull off a, a vine that's in the distance closer to you so you can swing over to some place you couldn't access before. So yeah, for sure, it's got some Metroidvania aspects as well. Um, I do want to mention that like, I think the cosmetics in the game are kind of laughably poor i mean especially the ones for your main character you're just finding ponchos as who, what's what's the coolest piece of attire you can imagine it's a poncho a pink poncho yeah yeah i haven't found a pink one yet but like you'll just be you know you'll find this chest and you think it'll be a cool useful thing and then it's like oh it's a dark green poncho great i guess mm -hmm. i'll switch from my dark blue poncho <laughs> and uh it they, doesn't offer any kind of it's just purely cosmetic, purely cosmetic. That, um, no oh, wow. okay. yeah just a lame ass like there's like 20 of them at this point i think i found like 10 huh. um bd1 he was your little robot mm -hmm. who helps you out a lot he like will scan objects for you uh, he's actually the guy that that heals you when you press up on the d-pad um his skins look cooler. Like, there's a pretty cool pink and blue one that I got. And, but anyway, I just had to comment that I think it's... Like, every time I get one, I think it's like, oh, wow, that's very lame. Yeah. There was one that I found on Kashyyyk that kind of was cool. But mm -hmm. other than that, I'm very positive on the game. Uh, I'm liking it more than I was last week. If I were to make my top ten again, I would probably... It'd probably sneak on there. It'd be like a... You know, eight or nine of 2019, maybe even higher. I guess still got. I've heard good things about the final act, so maybe it'll really wow me. But okay. uh, so yeah, that's that's my update on Fallen Order. I'll probably finish it this week and give my closing thoughts on next week's show. Okay, nice. nice. So I see that you've been playing some uh, Persona Five Dancing Star Night, Kenny. So before I get into my <laughs> rhythm game that I decided ra very randomly to start playing. Okay. Question. Okay. Is it beating the game if I clear every track on easy mode? On what? Technically, in what game? I mean, if you roll credits, beat the game. Yeah, but like I beat, I cleared every song in in this Dancing by Starlight. Yes, did you? I think so. Does anything unlock if you played on higher difficulties? So when I beat it on this mode, I unlocked the hardest difficulty, <laughs> which is all night. It's called all night. So mm. I don't think I'm gonna be dancing all night. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's, yeah, I mean, if you don't unlock any other songs. So what, it starts out that there's an easy, medium, and hard, and then if you beat it no. on any difficulty, you get all-night difficulty? Yep. Okay. So I'm wondering because it will it count towards my, my resolution goal of 15 games? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I can count that. Is, I don't want credits. Yeah. Beat the game. Yeah. So you already got one down in 2020? So that's one down in 2020. You're if I, if me, I, man. I'm still at zero. Yes, I did. Okay, cool. So you got to get the other two minutes three down. <laughs> You know, maybe come do like a little splash in between games. Have a nice little like, all right, cool. This is so, uh, so rhythm. That one, I uh, Persona Five, um, Dancing Star Night. I decided to go with that one because I'm more familiar with the the tracks from Persona Five mm -hmm. than Persona Three, which is the exactly. other one. Mm -hmm. Well, no, it even has Persona Four. Oh, really? Honestly, yeah. don't skip on them. Tracks are Persona Three, Persona Three and Four soundtracks are oh, so good. Yeah. yeah so is that? Ha so what, this is a PS4 game. Yeah. Okay. All, th all three are there. It was a triple bundle for like 25, 30 oh, bucks. Wow. That's rad. Yeah. Um, rhythm games. So I'm, I haven't played a rhythm game in forever. 
So, you know, it was kind of nice having a, you know, perfectly timed the button presses and all that stuff and enjoying well, the music tracks. Easy. You don't have to be so perfect. Well, <laughs> I was playing. Well, so there is the last track, which I like the set pieces for each track. Like they give you each um, on mo- different moments throughout the game. So the last track, of course, is takes place during the last boss, the uh, boss battle. Mm-hmm. You know, and I forget what song. I think it's actually the 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 song that plays during the last boss Rivers battle. In the desert, I think. No, I think that one's the la- the second to last song oh, yeah, I had yeah, to play. But the last song, it was very intense, very fast paced, even on easy. So I can only imagine how it is on normal, hard, and all night mode. Wow. Yeah. It's so. I'm not looking forward to it. I did after I beat it. I started clearing. I cleared about six songs right away on normal mode. Okay. Um. The mechanics are kind of interesting because you have, so it's the top left down on the on the D pad and um, triangle circle X. So no square or no right. square or right. What do you do with those? Nothing. Huh. So huh. then the the thumbsticks are for the spins. So you oh, get like God. these spins, these outer circles that just come. You don't have to hit them, but if you hit them, they add to your combo total. And one of them is a fever, fever increase, like increases your fever pitch, which is like this more. This is this in 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 song mechanic where your partner comes out to dance with you hmm. and you kind of are immune to lose to like lo- breaking your combo unless you really miss a note okay that makes um, I can, what, what are you seeing on screen like what is, are you you're seeing, seeing them fall down like ddr style so you're seeing them come from the middle out outwards uh, you hmm. know so they're approaching the button that you have to press okay yeah, it's so like a big circle big circle and then each button is in one of like the corners of the mm-hmm. screen and then there's also like other mechanics in it where it's like pulsing and you have to like mm-hmm. flick the, 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 the stick, analog stick. Yeah. I really want to play this now. I've looked at it a couple times and I've seen videos on YouTube, but I'm like, I just need to. I like that one at the round one they have where it's like the music when we have to slap mm-hmm. it and whatever. Yeah. Honestly, after after playing, like once you play the first couple songs, like you're then for, catch yourself like you're especially if you enjoy the tracks, you catch yourself by seven songs in and you're like, wow, have I really cleared seven songs already? I mean, it's a phenomenal soundtrack. We all know that. Mm. And they have really good remixes also, too. too so. yeah. And it's about 20-something tracks deep for the for, for the game total. And are there other modes that might keep you coming back? So the only... Honestly, they're really... The only really real thing you have there is the social interactions that you have... That you gain by hitting certain things. So, um, what is it? For Ryuji... Right, Ryuji? Mm-hmm. You have to hit combos. So, like, you have to get 2,000 combos. With so, acu- accumulated. Uh, no, just in general. Accumulative 200 to get to social rank one. Social rank two, oh, imagine. Okay. Like so, it's got a whole social 4, rank. 4,000, yep. 4,000, 5,000, mm-hmm. 9,000. Like, you could go all the way up to social rank eight or nine. And then you'll just get a little cutscene with them or something? Yep. You'll go interact with them. You get a cutscene with as them. As Joker? You know, as Joker. Okay. And you'll, you know, unlock maybe some cosmetics, some. Um, you know, some mo- something, a challenge mode, some a challenge mode to add to multiply your score. If you can get through the the song with that multiplier on, you know, you get you just unlock various different things. You know, so, but it's surrounded. So what I'm noticing though is that it's surrounded by that you're supposed to face off. What I'm guessing is either the protagonist from three or four in mm-hmm. a dance off almost. Because it's alluding to their older sister having found an, another person who you know ha- was able to change or overcome an obstacle by dancing. Mm-hmm. So it was either I'm I haven't played three or four, so I'm I'm not sure which one of the two protagonists it might it will be. Mm-hmm. But I'm seeing like there's at least a little bit of a semblance of a story to at least the dancing game. Okay. You know the the twins they have you there and they're like oh my older sister, you know she has this one person and we need you guys to to dance the night away and just outshine him. So would oh. you recommend it? Honestly, if you into if you're into rhythm games and. The, for the price, what it is three three rhythm games for thirty bucks, ten bucks a piece. It's you can't beat that. And uh, that sale, I don't know if it's still going on. Maybe I know that it I seems think, like there's been like these crazy sales on yeah. all the stores for mm-hmm. a couple weeks now. It always is this time of year. But. Yep. So cool. Glad to hear I mean, that. I love rhythm games, but the dancing games they didn't really stick with me. I mean, I, I just played the demo. Mm-hmm. But. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
It looks. Mm-hmm. It, it's very interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see how they handle the single player aspect, but I feel like it's just a rhythm game. You check off kind of like your objectives. You get the special mm-hmm. extra thing, but mm-hmm. it, I'll jam out to price a couple more times. Where are you? Yeah. yeah. Um, so how about you, Anthony? You've been playing some. Uh, I know you. Your res- resolution was to. Oh, it's going great. Was to move away <laughs> from your classic JRPG staples mm-hmm. and your your strategy RPGs and your Japanese stuff. So okay, tell me yeah. about the new. You know. Western uh, shooter slash platformer that you're into now. I played two uh, Japanese RPGs, one strategy <laughs> one, and one from the Super Nintendo. I played Breath of Fire two. I watched the YouTube video actually, and I was like, "Oh, I want to try Breath of Fire two out" because I had it for Game Boy Advance a long time ago, and I played it like once, and then I lost it. I don't know where it went, and it was really sad. It was really good, and it's pretty good. The translation sucks. It's hilarious. The translation's super awful. So this mm-hmm. is the, the SNES game that's on the Switch um, yep. online service. You can play it right now. It's right on the online service. They just added it, I think, with the newest round of games with like Kirby Superstar and okay. Star Fox 2. Um, I want to go back and play one at some point, but it's, you know, I've heard there, you know, this one's better than one. Mm-hmm. You've improved a lot of stuff, but uh, it, that was pretty good. I've been liking it a lot so far. It's very grindy. Uh, the encounter rate's super high. You can take two steps and you'll get into like a random encounter. It's, oh, wow. it's, it's, it's very rough. And the translation is making it a little hard because they're like, that guy are sick. Or like, wow, it me, that guy. That guy, we go over there. Okay. Whoa. And it's very like cluttered. But it's it's I can see the, the story's picking up so far. It's 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 a neat little, uh, you start off and you're a kid and it's all black and white and you go and you meet your sister at this little like waterfall and there's a dragon skeleton there and the guy who raised you as a father, like a priest from the local church, he found you when you were abandoned as an orphan, classic JRPG staple and you go to meet her and you're like, oh my mom's dead and your sister's like, it's okay, close your eyes, you can see mom in your dreams. So you go and you close your eyes and then you wake up and everything's a color and you walk back out but nobody knows who you are mm-hmm. and they don't remember you ever living there so you're uh, like oh no but orphan oh shit and uh, then you meet a dog friend bow it's a world of like anthropomorphic animal creatures too and humans it's crazy and then you just start off an adventure from there and it's been good good classic uh nice RPG. this is do you know what year it came out Ooh, i know it's 96? early 96 no nah, it's got to be earlier than that because there's two more. No, that's true. I, I mean, want to say. I know. I think three was on the SNES, or, or was that on the three PS1? Was PS1. Okay. Three and four were PS1, and then five was on PS2, and that one was. I thought it was bad. Okay. But because it was totally different. But I want to say ninety. I mean ninety five or ninety six. But uh, it's, we have the technology. We, it's true. We, we we could figure this out. But I'd recommend it if you like classic old school turn-based JRPGs. It's okay. that anime aesthetic. It's nice. I've only really scratched the surface. I know the combat goes very deep. It's got like an active. Does it have an active time battle wow. system? First released in '94, but then it was released in the West in '96. Oh wow. Okay, so oh, you hit it. it on the head. I just remember because it's. I think it's when you say it's like oh 1996, it's either on the pause menu or something. I forget. Mm. But it just shows up in big bold white text. Looks like it's got a very like it's a pretty impressive looking Super Nintendo game graphic. It does look great for a Super Nintendo game, and the, yeah. the music's pretty good too. Yeah, I like the sprite work, as you would say. Yes, yeah, it's got really good sprite work. The animations are great. The enemy design's awesome. Character design's awesome. Yeah, the enemy design here. I'm just looking at this big old. Oh, that's four. Is that four? Yeah, that's four. Oh really? No, is that four or three? It says two. Breath of Fire two. Weird. Oh, that might be two or one. I don't know, but the uh, that's it might that might even be three because uh, four has a distinct kind of like. Capcom, early PlayStation 1, mm-hmm. like Mega Man Legends-esque style. Gotcha. But it's good. Check, check it out. You like anime games? You like RPGs? It's you got a Nintendo Switch, Switch, yeah. You just got the online service. That's pretty cool. You can browse through a lot of stuff. Um, did you want to mention the Disgaea 1 Complete a little bit? Yeah, it's a strategy um, kind of along the veins of Fire Emblem. It's a little more bombastic. Uh, I found it on the Switch Store Digital for like 25 bucks, and I love the Disgaea series. It's, I've been with it since it was on the PS2. Um, I think they're up to five now, which they have on Switch. Um, this guy five complete, but um, this one's really good. It's sprite works great. They updated it all from the original PS2 to the modern sprite sheet models now, which is pretty cool. Um, the older ones, since it's been around for a while, they took the time to kind of update all the sprites and flesh them so out. So it's more a remaster of a PS1 games. game. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's like kind of like Fire Emblem, but you have control of your characters, all that. Um, not all at once, but actually, it is kind of basically just like Fire Emblem. You move it's more of like a grid based 
It's not like super crazy. You kind of just do your tax on screen. You don't go into like this little animation. Mm-hmm. You have your little units of guys. You can customize your classes, names, all that good stuff. I'd recommend checking it out if you like strategy RPGs. It's got a really, you know, kind of off-the-wall story, very heavy anime aesthetic, Ooh. but it's good. It's got great sprites, great art. The music's awesome. Sounds good, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it was good. It was a nice little throwback. I didn't really want to dive something too great. I want to get my toes wet before I start swimming without my floaties this year. Yeah, diving okay. into scary new games. Fair enough. Um, so, Tyler, something big happened. You were up one night, and you thought it would be a good idea to order a bunch of fancy PC parts. Yep. So you are now up and running. Yep, I got my new PC built. Very Launched exciting. Launched that thing. Got it running at like 4.8 gigahertz. Eight what does that cores. Mean? No, that means good. Guy, <laughs> how many, like, how many teraflops? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I got any teraflops. All the megabits. No. The megabits are in the millions. Uh, no, but I did start playing uh, The Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a test benchmark to see how that performed. And I will have to say my computer crashed a couple times because I, I wasn't sure what was happening. I think I just needed updated drivers and Those things like that. Those damn drivers. Mm-hmm. Hey, they played yeah, the road. part. Beep, beep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But uh, I started playing that maybe about two hours in. Got my first companion. Uh, Vardy. Pavardi. Yeah, Pavardi. <laughs> uh, she's pretty cool. I like her. Uh, my guy's pretty much spec to be persuasive and uh, easygoing and stuff like that. Persuasive and easygoing. Yeah. Right? I couldn't remember if that's what you guys said, that you, how you spec your We were character. both very persuasive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Max persuasion. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean... It, I, I mean, why, what, what other way would you want to play the game? I mean, just brute force, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, but that's, that doesn't sound as interesting. I want to be able to have all the dialogue options. I know. Yeah, that's what a lot of people do on their first playthroughs because they want to be able to have the most flexibility in scenarios. So I get it. Then from yeah. there, you could kill half the town on your second playthrough. Yeah, you could go for the genocide. Yeah, run. there's a couple times where I just like <laughs> blasted people for the fun of it, just to see what happened, mm-hmm. and <laughs> shooting shooting a guard inside the main city or whatever. And then all of a sudden they start attacking you, and they go, "Jeez, <laughs> oh god, me. this guy!" Uh, but so far, I'm liking it a lot. I'll probably uh, hop on Twitch at some point, maybe start a new character for a, like a stream only uh, playthrough. Cool, nice. And then uh, everyone can see what I'm doing. Everyone can make fun of me about how bad I am or how maybe I'm really good at it. That's uh, okay. I'll be fine. It's gonna be good times. Spec my character for me. If you Dude. hop on on Twitch, you can spec my character for me. There you go. We could join voice. You should chat. announce the uh, the times, and maybe next week we can we can plug it more and get that shit rolling. Yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe I'll start this week because um, I actually like playing through the game. You know how you can have like Twitch alerts and things where mm-hmm. like it'll pop up and say so and so followed. Mm-hmm. Um, the Outer Worlds has some really cool um, like uh, UI, whatever the graphics on screen, where it's just kind of like it like unfolds itself and, and then it t- shows all the text on it. So I'm like, oh, I could probably make that into like a Twitch overlay to kind of like match what I'm playing. And so oh, okay. I, I kind of want to do that. That's pretty cute. Nice. Do it. Nice. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I think I think we're also starting Madam Mondays on Monday. Meta Mondays coming next week. Oh we're shit! He's playing. Yeah, seven to ten. Is that what we're calling? Seven to ten. That works for me. Seven to ten. Oh yeah. Seven p.m. Eastern to ten p- until ten p.m. Eastern. Get your ass beat. Yeah. If you yeah. want to challenge Kenny and Madden, use the hashtag. Kenny sucks. <laughs> use the hashtag. I hate campers. Kenny sucks. L W Y. Cool. Well, sweet. Yeah, put that in the description so the folks know. Tune in. Madden Mondays with Kenny Castro on Level With You Twitch channel. I think it could go one of two ways. It could be Madden Mondays or Getting Mad Mondays. We'll have to see. Yeah, who knows? I I kind of was like, I haven't played an online ranked match. So, you know, I played like a couple this week just so, you know, precursor. (laughs) See if I was going to get, I was just going to be three hours of me getting smacked around on Twitch and I won both matches and I'm like, all right. But then my rank keeps going up. So I'm a face. Better competition, but it's whatever. It's whatever. Cool. You're, you're gonna play on PlayStation, right? Or Xbox? Yeah. And are you gonna play your Saints every game? Yes. What? That's boring. <laughs> I'll switch it up. I feel Wiley. If you want me to switch it up Monday, I'll switch it up. I'll. I'm gonna do what? Random. Oh, should we get them into a hat and just kind of pick it every every game? 
Mm. We could. We could throw it into oh. a randomizer. Oh, Make yeah. Something, happen. something yeah. like that. Because we've always done so well with picking things out of a hat. I could do <laughs> two different colors, and then you'd have to pick the team which colors closely resemble the colors I say. <laughs> It'll take me forever. Blue and pink. I'm in a blue mood. Blue and purple. Am I close? Any, any of them? Blue and uh, purple. purple. Blue and purple. Well, yeah, I think blue, Panthers, purple, Vikings. Yeah, but not both. Yellow and uh, green. Packers. Packers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah, we go. Easy. Okay, I got, I got one. Mm. Blue and turquoise. No, turquoise and orange. It's the Dolphins. Dolphins. Got oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, Good job, Anthony. I do like the color scheme for them. Nice. <laughs> my eye. Black and gold? Saints? No? Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about your Saints, by the way. <sighs> as long as I saw everybody's Pats lose the day before, I think I'm, I'm a happy man for the rest of the playoffs. I'll be rooting Seahawks. <laughs> You go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Seattle, right? I was listening. I just okay. happened to be listening to the Pats game where not this one, but the one the week before where they surprised everybody and lost to the Dolphins. Yeah, Fitz Magic came out of nowhere. Yeah, so I was just listening to the announcers and they were like, "This is unbelievable." It was like light every day again. They're like, "I can't believe this. I, I have to work next week. This, I, this is just an embarrassment." That's like, funny. Yeah, so I was like, "Yeah, you gotta work, motherfucker. You gotta watch out for them. The Dolphins are the anime protagonists of this football season. Unless they're already out, then then maybe they're, 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 they're already out." Yeah, this is a statement game. The anime Why didn't they just let the Patriots the, win. The anime protagonist for <laughs> this the week will still be in it. is the know, Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. They are the anime protagonists of the playoffs right now. That's gonna be good. They're right now. They got Derrick Henry. Like no one would think he's running all over the league right now. <laughs> It'll be we'll see how they see how they pass the test to get into their Bokuno football academia. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'm calling it here. Titans beat Baltimore. The, uh, 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 no, they beat them next week. Oh, this, this upcoming weekend, yeah. As much as everybody has them as underdogs, I got them winning once again behind the rush and time and possession. Okay, we'll see. We'll yeah. find out, and you can talk about it statement. on bold statement. Madden Mondays with Kenny. Um, okay, <laughs> the last game I want to talk about before we move on to the news is one that came out a long time ago, but I was going through my collection. And I was like, hmm, has anything had an, an interesting patch? That has updated hmm. the game in a significant way, and that was Forza Horizon 4. Okay. So I played this more than any sim adjacent racing game. I know it's not a pure sim like the uh, Gran Turismo's or the Forza Motorsports. It's pretty arcadey, in fact. But the game is awesome. Uh, it's beautiful. There's all types of stuff to do. Um, it's like uh, insane that it's for free on Game Pass. I'm considering buying the expansions now once I get out of the little. Uh, issue I'm having with my finances. Um, no big deal. No, don't worry about me. Um, <laughs> don't bring it up. You're bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they added a battle royale mode to this game. Did you guys know this? I think you what, mentioned really? it briefly. Yeah, cars. Yeah, it was. That wasn't recent though, was it? It was a few weeks ago. I think maybe a couple months ago. Tops. Yeah, that's what I, didn't, I thought I heard. Is about it that it. guy? Is that guy that played Lightning McQueen? Is he in it too? Are they in there? Uh, no, no cars. There's a Lego expansion though. That's awesome. Yeah, so I've heard that that's pretty good. And then there's a whole other one where you're playing on an island where the weather's really bad and it's extreme. That sounds pretty cool, yeah. actually. I want to know more about the Battle Royale. Yeah. Okay, so you start out with a Mini Cooper. Uh, everybody starts out. Uh, there's a max of 72 players. I played three games. Uh, they're ranging anywhere from high 40s to low 60s player count. Mm-hmm. Um, you drop into this large area where there's a big ring around it, uh, a la Fortnite and Apex and everything like that. Uh, you're driving around looking for car drops, which are essentially three drones in a, that are floating around that are kind of neon pink that if you drive under them, you press X and it's sort of a, you get a random car that is likely going to be a little bit faster than the Mini Cooper, which is pretty slow. And you drive around, the, the area gets smaller, you'll, you encounter other players, and then you challenge them. And then once you challenge them, you have an objective that you both race to. And whoever wins um, survives, whoever loses gets eliminated. Oh. Do you explode? No, there's nothing really cool. Like, to be honest, <laughs> I was pretty lukewarm on this mode. It was a lot of fun going back and playing this game. Uh, just re- And there's so much more to do now. Like, I mean, the game has the ultimate map barf. Like, you, you open the map, and there's hundreds and hundreds of icons of places to go, and it's super overwhelming. Luckily, it lets you filter it, so you can, like, say, like, I only want to see seven out of the 20 possible 
types of things I can be doing right now. Wow. Um, and they've added a lot since I've played because it's sort of a live service game in, to an extent. If you didn't know, Forza Horizon 4 does a really cool thing where every week that you play it, it changes from winter to fall to summer to spring. It changes for everybody that's playing the game. Uh, when I was playing it, it's currently in winter. I think it was switching a couple days from from yesterday. Um, so that's just a really cool feature, which okay. you know changes up the geography quite a bit. I like Forza a lot. I played the one for 360. I forget if it was like three or four, but it, I really liked it. It was like great. Like the motorsport series? Yeah. Gotcha. And I'm not even a big fan of like car games. Racing games I like, but like arcade like Mario Kart mm-hmm. or Crash Team Racing. But this one was awesome. It was very... Neat. And Horizon would be even more up your alley because it's a, it's a little bit more forgiving as far as the handling goes. Um, it's got like a real cheeky sense of humor. Mm-hmm. The game takes place in the UK. Uh, they're making a lot of UK influenced humor uh, interjected in there. Uh, so the the mode though, the battle royale mode, it's like it kind of felt a little bit uh luck based on what car you were going to find uh, a little bit like once you get challenged if you're in that moment facing the wrong direction and the other players like darting towards the objective you're at a completely unfair advantage because Oof. most of these are going to be dictated by less than a second or, or so or one oh, or wow. two seconds mm-hmm. so you know i i want to i'll mess around with it a little bit more i think the concept is fun i think it's like funny that the conversations we were having when PUBG came out like Oh well, they're they're gonna make a battle royale with Mario. They're gonna do it with Gran Turismo, and like now it's actually happening. There's yeah. a, there's a car one, and you know for better or for worse. So anyway, just wanted to hop back into that for a bit, and uh, it's cool. Check that out. Yeah, check it out. Um, so now we have a message from our sponsor, Focus Springfield. We have a sponsor. We have a sponsor. <laughs> wow. What? Yes, this is crazy. <laughs> yes. So we are proud to have Focus Springfield Community TV as a partner and a Level With You sponsor. Through providing facilities, equipment, and training, Focus shines a light on positive stories in Springfield and creates a space for communities to connect. Learn more about Focus and what they do at focusspringfield.com and on Instagram at Focus Springfield. Thanks, Focus Springfield. And that's where we have our Smash tournaments and maybe some other ones in the future. Yeah. That's true. And now it is time for... Cruising for a Cruising for a news in the part of the show where we go over the biggest stories happening in the gaming world and talk about them. So, I feel good that we're now into the new year and things seem to be happening again. It's not just a wasteland of sleepiness and top ten lists. (laughs) Um, So, first story comes in from... Where did I get this one? Oh, I forgot to source it. Shakeupindustry.biz. Oh, I did? Okay, gamesindustry.biz and the LA Times. Took a little bit from both. Um, so this is Shake Up at Dice. I see what you did there. Shake Up at... Ah! Yeah, I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> new Year! <laughs> new Year, new jokes. Sorry. Damn it, I wish I had done that on purpose. <laughs> you did? Okay. Well, so Shake Up at Dice, who's uh, the studio behind the Battlefield games, um, as well as... Battlefront games. Um, So the Respawn CEO is moving to the Dice LA, which previously was sort of a support studio. Uh, Those games usually had very long tails and would need support continuously after launch. So Dice LA was sort of responsible for the upkeep of of them post-launch as well as contributing. Um, So he's forming a new studio and the head of Respawn, who's had this crazy year with Apex Legends in February, with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order in November, really taking off. Uh, so his founding a new studio for EA is kind of a big deal. So here's the story. DICE was founded in Stockholm in the early 1990s and is home to games such as Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, and Star Wars Battlefront. But Electronic Arts, Arts categorizes its LA-based outpost as long dedicated to support their core products. Under Zampella, uh, who is the Respawn CEO that's moving, I did not write his first name. Why did I do that? There are plans to expand and launch an original, as yet unrevealed game. The company will remain separate from Respawn, and Zampella, Zampella says likely will drop the dice name. We will probably rebrand. We want to give it a new image. We want people to know this is a destination you can go and make new content. I think they've kind of gotten the. Branding that they are the support studio for Dice Stockholm. I think rebranding is important, showing people, hey, come work here. We're going to do some amazing things. The studio, he stresses, will be separate from Dice Stockholm and separate from Respawn. 
So, got another uh, big AAA studio in the works for EA. Mm. Um, any predictions? Probably going to take a big hit, or they're restructuring their uh, that microtransaction kerfuffle they got in with uh, Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was certainly a image uh, killer. Image killer, yeah. yes, image killer. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll uh, <laughs> what little image that. they had at the time. Yeah, so EA. Is, it's gonna, I think it's going to take a long time for EA to kind of shake the grime of like, ah, Lily what is your buddy? We don't really care about you, Blah, sports games. Eh. Well, I think they had a lot of good faith with this year with Apex and with um, Battlefront uh, with, with Jedi, and those mm-hmm. are both respawn joints. Um, sure, Apex has some pretty ridiculously priced skins, but it's got a free. It's free, so you don't have to buy them, mm-hmm. and they don't improve the moment-to-moment gameplay or anything yeah. like that. So, yeah, I, I honestly think EA is just all on the rise now. I think think they realize let's just keep the microtransactions to FIFA and Madden, mm-hmm. where people love them, <laughs> um, and let's go away from that everywhere else. I think this year is going to be a big year for them. I think we'll be getting the new oh, some more news on the next Dragon Age game more about so, that wow. uh we'll be seeing mass effect 5 no we won't <laughs> i think we'll see something uh, an announcement about it they there's something it's in production i've seen and you know i've seen is people it? talking about it all over that they're fully involved in producing it a new mass effect a new mass You'll effect have to show me so okay it's been good it's been good i actually have a lot of faith in ea right now okay i think that after i played a little bit of jedi and i'm like oh if they could just get back to just making really great single player story games you know mm-hmm. like we saw mass effect 2 mass effect 3 even if everybody hated the the ending it was still a great game yeah definitely i think it's going to be a great year for them and going forward okay well so. kenny has got a good outlook for ea um and he was talking about all that money they make in fifa and madden which leads us into our next story 2019 digital sales data uh this is kind of just I thought it found it interesting. We see things in the digital marketplace becoming more and more of a powerhouse and big part of the industry is the everybody moves away from physical media. So the games industry generated an impressive 120.1 billion with its digital content last year, more than any other year to date. The figure comes from Superdata's newly released 2019 year in review report, which reveals the games and interactive media grew by 4% when compared to 2018. Within Within the digital game segment, mobile unsurprisingly generated the most revenue at $64.4 billion, followed by PC at $29.6 billion and console at $15.4 billion. Wow. Sounds about right. How, like people, I guess just everybody you meet, you don't even think that they're a gamer. They're playing something on their phone. They're like, oh, yeah, I probably spent 180 bucks on Candy Crush. Yeah, dude, it's, everybody's a pocket gamer, I'll tell you. The nothing as bad as it is, nothing makes me happier than you know meeting somebody for the first time or like having known somebody for a little bit and then like seeing them on their phone like, oh, what game are you playing? Just playing Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle. It's like, I play Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle too. I just spent 50 bucks trying to get the new poll. And they're like... I just started. Did I you really? No, 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 no. I can't afford that right now. <laughs> you hear about key, that? right now. Right now. <laughs> oh, I, I won't lie. I spent a lot more money on that game than I should have for how, a mobile How game. much total? Oh, God. It's up there in the 400s. Uh, probably 500 uh, over over the three, four years I've been playing. Well, oh okay. Well, God. three, four years. Yeah. Still, I mean, still well, too much. If you say three, four years at $500 a piece, that's $100 per year. So mm-hmm. it's 33 cents a day. Yeah. You know? You're going to break it down. It's not the worst thing. Just turn ever. my blood into money. Yeah. But uh, I mean, Tyler does not approve. He's sitting over there like nope. judging so hard. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler's the man that compared a McChicken to the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, let's let remember that. Gourmet. Right, right. <laughs> see, and you know, I uh, I don't I don't feel very proud of it, but I, I will be open and I will admit it. I mean, it, they're not the best things. But that's how they get you. The, the thing I try to help rationalize in my head with that for not buying them is that like it's this is on a server. The server is going to shut down one day, so the money that I'm spending now won't be there in like I don't know x amount of years. But I want this right now, so I'm going to buy it. <laughs> Moving on with the story. The grand total is reached by factoring in the $6.5 billion generated by gaming video content across the likes of Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, and Facebook, plus the $6.3 billion from XR, which encompasses augmented, mixed, and virtual reality. Free-to-play still leads the market, accounting for four out of every $5 generated. Mobile now represents 74% of all free-to-play menu- Revenue, thanks in part to the ongoing success success of Tencent's Honor of Kings and Candy Crush Saga. The highest earning title in 2019 was Fortnite for the second year in a row, generating, you guys read it already? 
1.8 billion with a B dollars. The biggest premium game, meaning a game that you had to pay for, was FIFA 19 with revenues of 786 million dollars. Superdata expects digital games and interactive media revenue to grow to 124.8 billion in 2020, another rise of 4%. Oh yeah. So I'm not going to read that last one. Um, so yeah, a lot of data here. Um, I guess in our bubble where we are very focused on console gaming for the most part. I know Tyler's got a PC. We're into the stuff that gets critical acclaim, but it's it's important to remember that what's driving the growth of the industry is a lot of stuff that we don't really we're not Can't really around. Physically touch. Except for Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Anthony, yeah. I mean there's the mobile thing, but then you know there's I guess there's not too many surprises in this article. I just no, thought it was not at all. Um I don't know, kind of a cool look back. And I was also thought it was very interesting to have an actual number on how much Fortnite makes in a year. Almost all those $2 billion. Dollars. Yeah, it's crazy that mm -hmm. free games can generate that kind of revenue. It is Just, crazy. Yeah. I mean, th think about the, the mindset of like all the people that are playing. We don't have a It's hard for me to put myself into that kind of into the, those person shoes just because I'm nowhere like any of those kinds of So have you ever played a, paid a dime for Rocket League? Nope. No? Well, not not a penny. Wow. Because that was free on PS Plus when we got it. Yep. For the Batmobile skin. Yep. You did? Yep. Okay. There you go. <laughs> you get a little leeway. They always get their little cosmetics. No, but ever, ever since the beginning of Rocket League, I've used like the same car and then very rarely switched up like my hat and... Like Basic. You've had the hey, dead mouth yeah. thing forever. Yeah, nowadays, kids are like make fun of you if you have got a default skin in Fortnite. Yeah, nobody's trying to nobody's yeah. trying to partner up with you in, in rank matches and yeah, in Rocket League with that basic car. You made hey, fun I'm, of at school and at home. Almost, almost <laughs> diamond and doubles. But it is crazy that you are right that free like you know when they're designing these games and they're having the conversations about you know how can we maximize profits? Mm -hmm. but why don't we make it free? Yeah, it's well, like you know that seems like it was ten years ago was that a feasible thing? No, no. I feel like it's it's because everybody has access to it. Anybody can download a free to play game if you as long as you have the hardware to play it on. Anybody can download it, and then it's like, oh wow, I can play this game, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. But I can have a little more fun if I spend this two dollars to get this uh, beanbag skin. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, so games would sometimes just go to die and free to play evolve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, went oh free God. to play just so it could die. Mm -hmm. um, I bet that's what Anthem does, but battle. But well, they also yeah. do a big expansion with it. Um, the other one, Battleborn. Oh yeah, Battle yeah. They're sunsetting that. that. Yeah, that's going. Uh, that one went free to play just to die. You know, mm -hmm. and this was before free to play was really the big thing. Mm -hmm. You know, to do. So if you're going to be free to play, you want to be free to play out the gate, or else mm -hmm. you're just going to look a little uh, desperate, a little weak. Yeah, mm -hmm. desperate. There's that's what I was looking for. Yeah. They made uh, that new Final Fantasy to City uh, NT free to play. Free to play. But even though I heard they're gonna add our our Dean to the city, really? Yeah, the Ooh. bad guy from Fifteen. I still have to play Fifteen. I played like Ooh. an hour of it and was like, Ugh. I almost picked up the um, DLC episode our episode our Dean. Mm -hmm. I heard it's pretty good. Little backstory to him, get to play SM, That's all that cool. good stuff. I'll have to check it out. I want to play it. Looks sweet, but kind of save now, my fix for FF Seven coming out in two months. Now, now is the time to play it because honestly, with all the patches, it's it's a great game. <sighs> Cool. I mean, we're just gonna get into Crystal Chronicles. That's true. That. I was just gonna say you should. Why are you, you should? You're saying you want to get into an MMO, and you just got this new PC. Have you considered FF14? Get back to it. Yes, sir. It's got a subscription. Yeah. Subscription oh, yeah I forgot. You know. You know how. Very cheap. You know how he feels. <laughs> what? Uh, I'll, I'll do some research because I used to love free to play MMORPGs. So I'll have to like, I'll have to take a look. You never know. Maybe when we will get donations on the Twitch account to the point where he could pay off yeah. his MMO. Or suggestions. If you guys have suggestions for really good free-to-play MMORPGs or subscription-based ones that you think are worth it. Star Wars The Old Republic. That is actually, yeah. I that's that. a good one. I've heard that. I played it. It's pretty good. That went free-to-play too, right? Because yeah. there used to be subscription-based. Yep. It, yeah. it went free-to-play. Huh. Huh. Well, there's only a few that's sticking strong to their guns. Mm -hmm. WoW is I'll never... To 14 I'll, be on, I'll be on Temtem. Wow, yeah. WoW's never going to go free-to-play. Is that oh, out yet? Yeah, Temtem. What? Temtem out yet? No, I think that's like the 27th or something. When when were you telling me about Temtem? This was last week, I think. It was last week? Yeah. Wow, this week flew by. Uh, I just wanted to... I want to... We got uh, Kakarot coming out next Friday. We yes. Got, uh, Gami Tensei, uh, Diva Battle, Fire Emblem coming out same day. So, Kenny, you said that Dragon Ball Kakarot is going to be the game that ends the anime game stigma. Yes, you it sticking is. sticking to that? I'm sticking to okay, it. Okay, what's the, what's the... Predict the Metacritic. 
what is the Metacritic out of 100, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm predicting 75. Okay. 75. Because I'm, I'm not trying to go above. I'm predicting 75 because what did um, Death Stranding end at? I'm not trying to get too egotistical. Early, early 80s, yeah. uh, low 80s. Uh, you know, so I was going to say 82. Mode, I really want to say he's 82. What I'm predicting is 75. I'm going to say 63. Sorry. It's okay. Okay. I think it's you're going to go with I, straight up 71. I think you're going to get proven wrong. I hope so. It's going to be high. I really believe it's going to be 82. Okay. Okay. But you said 75. But 75. <laughs> I'm saying it's good. I'm saying 75. That's Which my prediction. Versus where it ends. But, my, but my heart's saying okay. 82. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm really excited. Our Wait, next okay. story Uncharted movie loses its sixth, count them, sixth director. Womp womp. Tom Holland, Spider Man schedule is crunching Uncharted's timeline, and sources said that it will cost the picture Travis Knight, the Leica animation whiz who made his live action directing debut on the Transformers spin off Bumblebee, which was pretty good. It looks like the movie will get pushed, but Holland and Mark Wahlberg remain attached. Um. Sources said Sony still intends to move forward with the film with a new director and a new release date on Uncharted, an action-adventure-based game on the top-selling PlayStation video game series created by Naughty Dog. We all know this. Um, Okay, so the current draft of the screenplay is by Rafe Judkins and the Iron Man team of Art Markham and Matt Holloway. Didn't know that. Knight's departure comes just months after Dan, Dan Trachtenberg announced he was leaving the project. Trachtenberg was in the role for eight months. After Sean Levy left in 2018, they were preceded by Seth Gordon, Neil Berger, and David O. Russell. What's going on? Why can't they make this Uncharted movie? I hope it doesn't wind up like the Super Mario Brothers movie, because that's what it sounds like it's going into. You mean the live-action one? Yeah, because they had a bunch of like directors left. People came in, they saw the script. The script went through a bunch of like rewrites. More directors left, and they finally had the really crappy two directors at the end. Everybody was just... Shit-faced all the time on set, drinking. Bob Hoskins got his arm cut in the sliding door to uh, the van. Wow. I, I, I almost want to see that. You should. I got it on DVD. You can watch it. <laughs> I oh, honestly, really? yeah. I've, yeah, I've never seen it. We got to watch it. What, oh, okay. the Super Mario movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that we movie. We got to watch it. It's, really, <laughs> I, I'm, it's, it's worth I, a watch. I'm biased. I, I enjoy that movie. Well, yeah. Yeah. The it looks painful from it, the screens and short clips I've seen. But. <laughs> we'll have a couple beers. Okay. Well, yeah, a couple. Yeah. A couple G&Ts. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Be way better. We'll have, we'll have a viewing night. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Recommend it. Yeah. Okay. I think, um, I think this movie's going to be fine. I think it's just at the end of the day, the Spider-Man movies come come first. Mm-hmm. That is for both Sony oh. and for Marvel. Um, this can, you know, as big of a franchise that it is for video game, it's unproven in the in the big screen. You know, so I think at the end of the day, they're going to prioritize his scheduling and his filming of the Spider-Man movie. So, I, uh, so, you know, with these directors that they're aiming for, I think they're just slated for other movies as well. And they're like, okay, I can do this movie in maybe six months. But once it starts overlapping with the other movie they have committed to, they're like, no, I, I got to drop. There's got to be something going on behind the scene that's causing it to, to be so... Maybe it's Naughty Dog. Not, not, knows, maybe. maybe they're not being nice with the creative team. So... Um... What's funny about this story, the last thing I'll say on it, is that Mark Wahlberg was originally cast as Drake, and now he's playing his older mentor, Sully. Nah, <laughs> that's awesome. So that's very entertaining. Uh, so this is sort of a heads up for the audience. Uh, Ten games are free in January for Twitch Prime members, and some of them are quite good. So if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. So... Oh shit, really? Yeah. So oh. the, the ten Ooh. games you can get are Dandara, which is a cool-looking... Uh, platformer Anna Crute, never heard of that one Kingdom, New Lands, never heard of that A Normal Lost Phone, I've heard good things about that Splasher, Enter the Gungeon Ape Out, those last two are great Witch Eye, God of Roboto and Heave Ho so that's like a $100 value right there, just something if you didn't know about your Twitch Prime member, you should check that out. Yeah, I know. Well, you've been talking about playing Heave Ho quite a bit we every have. now and then, and uh, we gotta jump on that. Do we have enough controllers? Oh, yeah, we can use controllers on your. Yeah, yeah, I mean, totally. We just need cables and that'll reach and stuff like that. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that. Heave Ho, maybe given to a YouTube channel you near you. All right, so our final story of the day IGN changes review scale. Um, this is a letter. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it is quite long. Of uh, from Dan Stapleton, who's been their head review editor for many years now. 
IGN has used a 100-point scale for the vast majority of our 23-year history, and in most cases, it served us well. A lot of people love the pinpoint accuracy of that system for the way it allows you to declare one thing slightly better or worse than another. Under the right circumstances, this allows you to create an ordered list of reviews that is accurate and reflects the very specific sequence in which they're recommended, which is useful for at-a-glance comparisons. As a reviewer, it's nice to be able to recognize improvement or decline in a series, however minor, with a slightly higher or lower score. So, why the change? In the experience of the current IGN Reviews team over the past several years, the reality is that these direct comparisons between extremely diverse reviews often end up inadvertently miscommunicating our intent and practice. These, that's especially true in the context of a large outlet like IGN, where many different critics with different specialties work together to cover a broad spectrum of the entertainment world. Our criticism, whether you're talking about games or movies or TV shows or comic books, isn't a science. To use games as an example, while you can count the pixels on screen, the number of frames per second displayed, or even the number of hours content available, none of these things mean a game is good. Even if it's technically bulletproof and runs at 4K at 144 hertz, it could still be terribly boring. Conversely, a game could run at 900p at 30 frames per second with occasional dips into the 20s and still be worthy of our highest rating masterpiece. I have a feeling that they're talking about Breath of the Wild there. There's a link. It's linked. I, I don't know what the link leads to. So what would you guys think of this? Uh, I think it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, change a little bit, rebrand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Something new with a new decade. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it makes more sense, I think, for the audience that they're trying to, to reach. Yeah. My thing is that I've been an IGN reader now for almost 20 years. My screen name is, I registered October 2001. Um, used to post on the message boards a shit ton back in the day. Had over 50,000 posts. I have a long history with the website. Um, Wait, so your username is I registered October 2001? No, it just says the year you Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, that's a No, I don't want to say my username. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't want them hunting you down on the message boards? Exactly. Um, <laughs> So I just loved the sort of drama of like, oh man, it got a nine point seven. Like Splinter Cell got. I can I can still name off review scores from back in the day. Metro Prime, either a nine point eight or nine point nine. I think nine eight. Uh, Halo nine point seven, which of course was was probably the reviewer's way of saying like, yes, it's one point better than Halo. <laughs> um, and you know what else can I remember? Like MGS two. I think that got a ten. You know the. So I'm going to miss the minutia of, the, of between 9 and 10. Like, is it a masterpiece or is it like or is it like a really great game or is it like... A really great game. Exactly. Is it a masterpiece? You know, sure. Maybe now they'll just give it a 10. And I understand that it's childish to think the way that I do. Like, um, But I just have that nostalgia with IGN. And so I don't really care either way i thought it was interesting it's the same thing polygon does now mm-hmm. uh same thing GameStop does now so it's a trend over in san francisco um keep it on the level scale or the number scale mm-hmm. yep level yep. scale we could use that level scale write that down. i can probably write that down <laughs> yeah what, what's your what's your if we were to start a say a publication and we were to review games what would you advocate for being our our scoring system Kenny, thousand point scale. Oh, thousand <laughs> point scale. How many hot wet wow. kisses out of five? I kind of like that. The thousand point scale. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. You give them that a seven hundred eighty-one. It's totally a seven hundred sixty-three in my book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. play with Yu-Gi-Oh numbers here. Right, big boy numbers. Yeah, or add a ten thousand. Yeah. Oh god. Oh <laughs> man. Give it nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine level points. I, I would kind of love that just to like as satire you know mm-hmm. just be like you know, did you hear that, that new game got a, a 946,000 from Wiley <laughs> <laughs> out of what how many I didn't say 2 million, <laughs> Two million. man that sucks yeah, um, yeah that's, that's a good scale no but for real answers or for real answers I'd say a 100 point scale for me you like 100 points yes yeah. you, you get to really oh. get because not every nine game is a nine not every game that you score a nine for in a ten ten point scale is the same you mm-hmm. know i like the in between to kind of differentiate let them stand aside uh, uh, aside from each other yeah i know? agree i mean what they what they would counter that was just like let the words speak for the, for that mm-hmm. you know like 
Um, and that is another thing that they're just like, they don't want people to just scroll down and see the score. They want a little bit, which a lot of people do, myself included, if I'm, you know, if I'm not very invested in the game. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of too, if, if based on the reviewer, if a reviewer plays two different games and they think one game is better than the other, then they're going to give that the lower 100 point scale number. Whereas, like, if it's at a 10 point scale, maybe they both get 10s, maybe they both get 9s. Right. Um, mm-hmm. For different like reasons. That. Yeah, then, it, then you get to the point where, you know, he says they're very close in quality, but I. It have... really makes you feel like Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this review really makes me feel like Spider-Man. Later right. the same, yeah, ten ten points game. Uh, yeah, I think I, <clears throat> I would do a twenty point. Actually, I like the twenty point where uh, point fives. Yeah, I like yeah. to add the point okay. fives in there, um, or even like how games or Game Informer has a forty point because they have the wow. eight point two fives and eight fives and seven seven fives. I yep. I kind of dig that. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's going to do it with Cruising for a News and for this week, uh, which usually wraps up our show, and we'll pretty much do so this week as well. Um, if you're tuning in live, thank you very much. Make sure you check out the YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button, uh, as well as drop a comment if you'd like a, you know, a question on next week's show or a suggestion going forward. And Ask us. We're great. Uh, I do have one thing before we close out Please. the okay. show. I showed <laughs> these guys before, Kenny, before you got here. Um, but there's this really great fan project that's out there right now. They just dropped their first reveal trailer. It's a project that's been in the works since 2014. Whoa. Originally um, called Mother 4, so it was a continuation fan I, game. I for think that. I was just reading about it. Yeah, they uh, actually just revealed that they changed the whole name, made it from like a fan, uh, fan sequel to a whole new independent IP, which is I think a very, very smart move. That's so awesome. Avoid all that copyright stuff. But uh, it's called Oddity. Yeah, Oddity, yeah. It's called Oddity. Is it Oddity? I'm pretty sure it was called yeah, Oddity. Oddity. Yep. yep, Oddity. It looks great. Check out the trailer. It's on YouTube. Highly recommend it if you're a fan of the Earthbound games or Mother. It's awesome. Check it out. It'll be out when it's out. Is it on Kickstarter? Uh, I don't know. It's That's a good question. Then. Might have to get in there if one of them is giving us credits. Yeah, exactly. Because okay. I'm saying, like, right now, you should be... If it, yeah, if it has a just kick- account for something. Yeah, if it has a Kickstarter, <laughs> go support it. It looks absolutely amazing. I'm pretty sure it's just a free, like, the team that was behind it was just like, we love this series so much. We want to make this game, and we want to make it free. But don't expect, like, when they were doing really good updates, it was supposed to be out in winter 2014, but over time, I guess they ran into a lot of stuff. But it looks absolutely amazing. The soundtrack, even back in, like, 2013, 2014, I was listening to a SoundCloud. So good. Oh. Wow. Check it out. It's it's really really. It looks very promising for a fan Earthbound s game. Highly okay. highly recommend it. Very cool. All That's right. Amazing. So we will see you next week on our usual recording day. You know the last three we've been coming at you on Monday evenings. We usually record on Tuesdays. We've just had scheduling conflicts. So video on live on Tuesday. You can get the audio version the following day as well as the uh, video on YouTube. So thanks for watching. Stay level. See ya. Goodbye.